Email marketing is still the best way to make money online. You need to send emails to your people to sell your product. But when it comes to selling emails, we just get a little stressed out. And there's a lot of debate about what's the best way to email. Should you have hard sell emails or soft sell emails? Should you sneak email them? Should you just come out and ask them for money? What is the best approach to emailing your list and promoting your stuff. In today's episode, we're gonna break down hard selling versus soft selling. I'm gonna give you some of my best tips and tricks to use email marketing well, feel good about it, and actually get results. Let's discuss. Episode 114 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Did you think? Glad to spend some time with you today. I hope you're having an amazing week. Thanks for tuning in. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or if you're watching here on YouTube, however you are engaging with this content, glad to have your ear today. We're going to dive into some amazing content. I really want to uh, talk about one of my favorite topics, which is email marketing, because it's so powerful. It's what's helped me generate two seven-figure businesses. It's what allows me to make money when I'm not in the office. So I like it, but I also know that it stresses people out. And every single time I'm talking to people about email marketing, it's just like they their palms get sweaty or they they have their heart beats faster. And it just it's for most people, unless you're a weirdo, you don't like sending emails and quote unquote bugging your people. And we don't know the best way to approach it. So we're gonna talk about that. And before we do, I wanna give you a tool to help you write better emails. I'm gonna give you a template for an email pitch a five-day email sequence that I've used to make hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on products. And I want to give it to you absolutely free so you can see the flow of how these five emails work over five days. It's real simple. And then you can plug and play your own stuff into the emails. Don't copy them, but you'll see the the template of how they work. I teach all of it inside of this five-day product pitch email sequence guide. It's a simple PDF. It's super helpful. I teach it to all my students. I want everyone to understand that this is a simple way to either launch a product or to build an evergreen email funnel, uh, anything. You can even launch coaching with this if you're doing a live event. It really is a great entry point for people who have never written emails to market to their list. Or if you have and you're just like, look, I don't know if my emails are working. I don't know uh, if, if they're effective. I don't feel good about what I'm sending. Try something different. Try my five-day product pitch email sequence because it's free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash five days with the number five, five days. grahamcochran.com slash five days, or if you're watching on YouTube, I will link to it below. Okay, let's get into hard selling versus soft selling. But before we compare the two, let's talk about the word sell. I think people have a lot of issues with this word. Just yesterday, I was on a live coaching call, and a gal in this on this call talked about her email sequence and her emails, and she's like, I don't know what to do with my email list. I don't promote well, and I hate writing salesy emails. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You just said a buzzword. You said salesy. I don't like writing salesy emails, or I don't want to come across as salesy. Now, you and I know what that means, right? 
we don't like, generally speaking, the words to sell or being a salesperson or having to sell to our audience. We get hung up there, most of us, because we have had a, either a bad experience with sales, meaning on the consumer end, on the receiving end, we've had just an awkward experience. Namely, if you went to go buy a car, that's a classic example where just it's the person is pushing you, you feel uncomfortable, you end up buying something you didn't come in to buy. Or someone comes to your door. I don't know if you've ever had door-to-door salesman where they just bang on your door and they just they won't leave until you buy something. Like either we've had an experience like that and we're like, I don't want to be that. Okay. So I don't want to be that experience for my fans, my super fans, my email list. So I'm afraid of that. So it's either that or you generally have just a yucky view of all things sales because our culture is, at least in America, very marketing driven, very sales driven, and we've lost faith in companies. I mean, there's a reason why, this is a side tangent, there's a reason why when you watch movies or TV shows, who are the bad guys? Some big corporation, some money-hungry CEO, right? There's always some big bad corporation behind everything in all these bad movies. Why? Because we just, we've had a bad experience with business. And so now we, you know, we rightfully so in a lot of ways, because of some bad business practices, we've just said, you know what? Business owners are out for themselves. They're all about profit. They don't care about their customers. And we know this isn't true about every business, but we've kind of just lumped businesses in that category. So Unfortunately, you and I are a business, right? You're watching this show. You're listening to this because you want to sell stuff. You want to build your online business. That's the first part of my tagline. I'm here to help you build your online business. To build an online business, you have to sell stuff. Ideally, automatically, 24-7, passively, but you're still having to sell. So now you are the big bad business. Oh, great. So you have this disconnect. And I feel like so many of us have this disconnect where we want to sell. Graham, I want to reach six figures or I want to reach multiple six figures or I would like to make just, you know, my full-time salary, $60,000 a year or something, but only have to work 10, 20 hours a week. Hallelujah. That is a great goal. But we can't get there, my friend, unless you sell something. So now you feel like, oh, I want this beautiful freedom. I want this amazing lifestyle, but now I have to become the big bad corporation that I hate so much and that our culture makes fun of and demonizes. Oof, disconnect, right? Identity crisis. <laughs> what do we do? That If that sounds like a, t- a tangent, it's not. That is the context for why I have to do an episode on email marketing, hard selling versus soft selling, because there's so much stress that comes with selling. And we sell primarily on email, which is a separate side tangent. I won't get into it, but you, you could just sell an email. You don't have to sell here in your podcast. You don't have to sell on a video on YouTube. You, you can sell just privately on email. That's what I do, okay? You don't have to sell publicly to the world. That's one of the beautiful things about this kind of business. Use email marketing to sell behind the scenes. It's really, really beautiful. But we have to sell. Did you know that in the English language, the word sell, we get that word from the old English word sell-on, which means to give. To give. I gotta thank Bob Berg who wrote The Go-Giver, and John David Mann. They co-wrote The Go-Giver. That book is one of my all-time favorites. I reviewed it on the channel. I recommend it to everyone. 
It's a tiny little parable. You can read it in an hour about selling five principles to success. It's, it's a following a fictional story about a salesman who's struggling to make his sales quota. But he learns that the secret to selling is to just give. It's all about giving. And so that little sort of word hermeneutic or whatever, that little etymology or whatever the word is, you tell me you, you word sleuths out there, the history of that word, sell, really meaning to give, and which makes sense if you think about what we talk about in selling and marketing and back end of Kajabi is your offer. What is an offer? It's you holding out your hand, not shoving something on somebody, not throwing a product at somebody, not pulling or extracting money from somebody. You're just opening up your hand and saying, hey, check this thing out. Do you want it? I think you'll like it. It's just an offer. How beautiful is that offer? Now, you can offer something for free or you can offer something for money, but it's still a giving posture, an open hand. I'm offering this to you. Do you want to take it? So when we get into hard selling versus soft selling, in just a second, understand all we're doing with your emails is giving something. You're showing up in their inbox and you're giving them a little something. Whether they click through and buy the thing and become a paying customer is completely up to them. You can't make somebody do anything. Contrary to what some people will say, you can't make people do something they don't want to do themselves. You can make the case that your offer is compelling and you can make sure that they're a right fit or be clear enough that they realize if they're a right fit or not for your offer. But you can't make somebody buy. So that's not your job. Your job isn't to pressure anybody. So take that pressure off of you. Your job is just to give and to offer. Okay? That's all selling is, is giving. Okay? With all that context, let's break it down real quickly here. First of all, what is a hard sell versus a soft sell? Well, a hard sell is a direct sales pitch. Right? They open the email. Hey, Graham here. I have an amazing course called Automatic Income Academy. It teaches you boom, 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 boom. When you go through it, you'll be able to do boom, 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 boom. Here's why I think you'll love it. It's just clearly about the product and I'm offering you the product. It's a direct pitch. And typically with a hard sell email, the entire email is focused on thrusting towards them clicking over to your sales page and checking out the details so they can buy. Okay, that's the purpose of the email. That's the content of the email. It's clearly a sales pitch email. And most people hate these emails because they feel icky. We'll get back to that in a second. But for the most part, that's what a hard sell is, a direct pitch. Second one, soft selling, right? This is where the email itself is about something else entirely. The content of the email is about something, but then it transitions to the pitch near the end. Or... The entire email has nothing to do with the product. It's about something else completely. Never transitions. You sign off, and then there's a PS. And in the PS, you mention one of your products. Or if you have a fancy sort of graphical newsletter, it can even have like a sidebar, right? So there's the content of the email, and then on the sidebar, there's pictures of some of your products. And if they notice your products, they can, oh, he's got a course. Let me check that out. That's a soft sell. You're not really selling the product directly. You're talking about something else, but you just happen to have these other products dangling around, right? So hard sell, soft sell. I bet you can imagine which email type most of my students feel comfortable with, and it's the soft sell. And that's only because they're afraid of the hard sell. Let me break down which one is best for you and actually where I feel like they both fit. Because the first secret is that you really 
need a mixture of both. It is possible to make a living on just hard selling, and it is possible to make a living just on soft selling. The problem with making a living just on hard selling is you burn out your list real quick. They all, they've come to expect every email you send is just a pitch. It's just a pitch, selling, 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 selling. There's no value in the email to them at some point. Uh, and they just really get irritated. So they either unsubscribe or they stop opening your emails. So eventually it stops working unless you just have a ton of new people coming in all the time. They just haven't gotten burned out yet. But eventually they will. But the only way to stay in business is just to get new people in. But the problem is, even if you do that, you're you're burning bridges with lots of people who then now they don't engage with your content, but if they ever talk to somebody who does, well, they have a negative taste in their mouth about your brand and they might say something like, hey, yeah, his stuff's good, but he just sells all the time. It's all he does, all he does, right? So I don't think that's wise to just hard sell, but you can make a living doing it. I'm not saying you can't. You can also make a living just soft selling all the time. Your emails never hard pitch anything, but you just always have a PS with your product in it. Okay, that works. The problem is you're never gonna make as much money as you possibly could. So you, it'll be harder to reach your income goals because you're never directly asking people for money. There's not a lot of urgency. Your conversions will be low, but you might get a steady trickle in of money. So it's possible, but oh man, I mean, it's gonna take you forever to reach your income goals. I really think a mixture of both works best. So let me give you an example of where I feel like they fit. Let's talk about soft sell emails. I think these are great for pre-launch content. Let's talk about just if you're doing like a launch. You've got a new course that's coming out or a new membership or your membership, you open and close it a couple times a year or your course, you open and close it a couple times a year. So the week before you launch, minimum, you should have some amazing free exclusive content. That is your pre-launch content, okay? Jeff Walker popularized this in his program, launch in his book launch, right? Uh, all this stuff. Product launch formulas, his course, but the book launch teaches you the same thing for like 15 bucks. It's amazing. It's so good. He's a brilliant guy and pretty much everyone is using his model uh, to some degree, right? But the idea is you start to whet their appetite by talking about the topic that your course or membership is going to cover when you open it next week. But not only just talking about it, starting to share some of your best tips and tricks, showing them that you can actually help them, getting them excited, and really sifting through your audience so that the people who really this is a good fit for, they're starting to perk up and get excited. That week, that pre-launch week, is a great week to use soft sell emails. You're educating, you're adding value towards the end of that week or maybe throughout all of the soft launch. You can you can be previewing that your course is coming. You don't have to keep it a secret. You can you know, can teach, you can add value, and then you can say, hey, next week, I'm gonna be opening the doors to my, my membership, Graham's Six Figure Coaching Community. Like check, wait, you know, check your inbox next week. Keep your eyes open, it's gonna be awesome. That's a soft sell. You're not even, you can't even sell anything in the moment, but you're kind of letting them know at the end of the email and the PS or towards the end somewhere that, hey, Something's coming next week, or this specifically is coming. That's a great opportunity, pre-launch emails. During launch week, okay, the early emails, the first few emails of launch week are great opportunities, or midweek as well, are great opportunities for soft sells. Meaning you're showing up and you're addressing major misconceptions in, in the industry. You know, like maybe you're a fitness expert 
you're trying to help people lose weight and your course is all about helping people lose weight. You could have emails during early to mid launch week that are all about like the most bogus weight loss tactics that you see like put out there that you know don't work at, at, at best and at worst are harmful. And you're talking about those. So the emails are valuable. They're interesting. Um, you're talking about the industry. You're not talking about your product. And then you transition to your product at the end. Like that's why I'm opening the doors to my super awesome weight loss academy or whatever, where I teach you healthy, sustainable ways to lose weight. See how you, you just transition, but you're using soft selling because you're really teaching or you're exposing or you're commentating on bad practices. So those are a great way to do uh, soft sell emails. Um, maybe it's you're addressing biggest roadblocks, um, objections people have about the techniques even working. Uh, maybe you're sort of sharing a, a a case study of someone who did a really, really amazing, had amazing experience with your methods, but you're really focusing on them, and then you transition to the product. Soft sales work great early to mid launch week. They, in fact, they make great launch emails because they're fun, they're valuable, right? Um, examples, if you want to write these down, of types of soft sell emails that work, especially during launch week, are stories, telling stories that obviously have some relevancy to your product that eventually transition to your pitch. Teaching something, so you could teach something directly out of your course, right? Sometimes I do this, like I teach one of the techniques in my course in one of the emails. Sometimes you're giving a sneak peek of the course, so it's a soft sell email and that you're actually giving them a little a clip of the video so they can click over and they can watch one of the video modules or the first couple of video modules of the course for free. So you're teaching them and then there's a button they can buy the rest of the course. So teaching case studies, like I mentioned, do you have a student that had the same problems or faced the same challenges that your target market is facing that you're emailing? But then you coach them either directly or with the same methods that you teach in your course or your membership, or they went through your course or your membership even better, and they got these amazing results. You just highlight them, right? I use case studies in some of my promo emails. Uh, for example, one of my students, Aiko, shout out to her. She's an amazing uh, star student, and she teaches English pronunciation to native Japanese speakers, primarily for people who are in the corporate world who are having to work with English speaking um, people in their, their companies. And so they want to really have more professional pronunciation, very great niche. And so she has high end, high ticket coaching um, products and she has grown her business inside of my membership. And then now my mastermind, the Epic mastermind tremendously. She, she eventually hit six figures at the end of um, a year and a half ago. And, uh, and now she's doing 25 K months, 30 K months. It's amazing. Um, but what's amazing about her is she built a six-figure business on an email list of only 250 people. 250 people. I love her story so much that I filmed an interview with her about 20 minutes, like just asking her, like, how in the world did you build this business? Uh, because I, I can't take much of the credit. She's, she's done it herself. Um, how did you build this business on this tiny little email list? Um, this, it's amazing what she's done. And she like deletes 80% of her email list all the time. I love her story. So I filmed it, made a case study of it. And I put that in one of my pre-launch emails, sometimes to the wait list of my membership. When I want to open the membership to the wait list community to like, let them see this amazing story of one of my students. And it really isn't about my membership. It's all about her. It's all about what she did. She's a very relatable story in the beginning, like how she didn't make a sale for a year, a year and a half, and how she didn't give up. And it's incredible. But at the end, she starts to talk about my membership. I didn't even have to ask her and how amazing it's been for her and what she's gotten out of it. Great soft sell email, right? 
case studies. People love case studies. Do you have even one? It doesn't have to be a video. It could be a good quote, or it could be a before and after photo, or it could be just a great little synopsis of their experience. Um, but man, case studies do great. A news commentary. Okay. This is great when you're launching. Is there something in the news that's happening that week or that month that you could tie in to your topic or course that makes it really fresh? You can like have a segment of the article. Um, you can like be like, what? You could be reacting to an article like this is crazy or like this is really important. You got to pay attention to this. And so you are now a, a messenger. You're a bearer of really interesting news. And so it's a fascinating um, email for them to read. And then you transition to your product right at the end. News commentary is great. Or just humor. Just, just share something stupidly funny about your own life, something you saw. If there's a meme that sums up like how you're feeling about something. I remember Ramit Sethi, he had a great email and I've seen him use it multiple times now. That's how you know it's a good one because he's tested it and saw that the open rates and click-through rates were good. But um, something about making fun of millennials and avocado toast, which it's now getting a little, you know, stale of a topic, but for a year or two, they're like making fun of millennials who don't have any money to do anything in life, but they buy avocado toast was the thing to make fun of, like $5, $6, $10, $12 avocado toast, right? So he had a great avocado toast subject line, some picture, some news article, made fun of millennials, um, made fun of avocado toast, but then he talked about how he loves avocado toast and how if you follow his strategy, you can buy all the avocado toast you want and still become wealthy. And it was a great transition to his course on either building a business or uh, personal finance. I can't remember which course it was, but it's funny. And it was it was in the moment, right? So all of those, I mean, gosh, I just gave you five types of emails that you could write that don't sound like salesy emails, right? They actually sound fun. Like come up with like, tell a cool story, teach something that's helpful, have a great case study, find something in the news that's relevant to what you're talking about and send a funny email. Those are five emails that would not be hard for you. They'd actually be fun. And that's a great pulse on whether you're on the right track. If you are having fun, if you're looking at the email like, dude, this is cool. Your audience will probably think the same thing. If you're like Frankensteining some you know, like sales copy formula, correct email because you copied somebody's formula, even if it's mine. And you're like, oh, I, this should work mathematically, but I hate it. Like your people are going to hate it too. So don't do that. So those are some examples of soft sell emails and they work great in pre-launch or early and mid-launch week. But hard sells are so important and they work great near the end of a launch campaign, right? The last day those emails, nine times out of 10, should be hard sells, especially if it's the end of like a time-sensitive launch. The course is closing, price is going up after today, the bonuses are going away. Any of those are great scarcity, urgency building factors. My last day emails are just to the point. Hey, you've got 18 hours left to join the course. A couple of testimonials, reminding them of the benefits and bullet points. So some are longer. Um, some are, some are screen grabs of people inside the community already getting results, you know, so some of them are longer, some of them are shorter. Like, I don't want you to miss this. This is going to change your life. If you're having this problem, this is going to change your life in this area. Like join today, like super short, but they're direct. You don't need to, to have a joke. You don't need to have news commentary. It's like, Hey, time is running out. I'm not trying to pressure you, but if this is the right fit for you, jump in today. 
okay? End of the launch campaign emails or the very first launch email. So if you've prepped them during pre-launch week, teaching some stuff, some of the soft emails are working, but then you're starting to like transition at the end of each email, like, hey, next week I'm gonna be opening the doors to my six-figure community. It's only gonna be open for a week. I want you to join. It's If you're a business owner and you've started your business and you're making $500 minimum a month, but you need to grow and you wanna grow to at least to six figures or beyond, this is the community for you. I only open the doors a couple times a week, so watch your inbox. If you've already prepped them and they know it's coming and they're expecting it, well, by golly, the very first email of your launch week when the cart is open, the doors are open, that can be a straight hard sell. Literally, one of the subject lines, I think, to my membership is like, my private business coaching community doors are open now, limited enrollment. Like the, the subject line is like really a hard sell. Like, hey, the doors to this thing that I told you about are open. There's no cute transition. It's just like, like I told you, today's the day, right? Here's what's open, click here. Here's what it's all about. Here are the benefits. Here's who it's for. Click here. Like it's a very straight hard sell. Now, I'm not manipulating them. I'm not like, you really need to buy. It's it's very like, I'm just offering it to you. But I'm not slowly getting there. I'm getting right there. I'm like, here's, today's the day. We're beginning the launch. So sometimes my very first email of a launch week is a hard sell direct. Then I'll transition into soft sells throughout the week. And at the end of the week, I'll come back to some hard sell emails. Does that make sense? So hard sells, soft sells, you need them both. I want to leave you with this before we wrap up. This is something that I mentioned Ramit earlier. Uh, this is something that I think he does really well. His emails are really, really good. Um, but something he's talked about before is what he calls the Starbucks test. You could call it the coffee shop test if you don't like Starbucks or go to Starbucks or have a Starbucks near you. The point is this. All of us are addicted to our phones in some way, shape, or form. And most of us, when we have a few seconds where there's nothing going on, aka we're stopped at a traffic light or we're waiting in line at the coffee shop for our drink to be delivered and to call our names, and usually if it's me and I'm in Starbucks and they call my name, they've spelled my name wrong. It's Graham without any vowels, like G-R-H-M. I've never, I don't even know what they were thinking. Or my favorite, Ram, R-A-M. I don't know what happened to the G the H and the other A, but they just ram like the, the truck or the animal, ram. Anyway, you're waiting in line for your coffee and we as a culture suck at sitting still and doing nothing. So we whip out our phones. When people are whipping out their phones, they're checking everything, Instagram, TikTok, the news, or email. What Ramit talks about with the Starbucks test is, you want emails that while someone's waiting in line for their coffee, they see it pop up. They really don't have time to read it because they only have a few seconds, maybe a minute, but they notice it and they either want to open it or they start to open it and start to read it and like they like star it. Like I need, I don't need to finish reading this email when I get some more time. If you think like that, like what would get somebody who's standing in line to see your email and go, oh snap, I got to check this out. That's a great way to think. Specifically, what are they seeing? They're seeing the subject line. So this goes back to subject lines. We did an episode on this a little while ago. Your email subject lines are critical. How to write email subject lines. So I've got rules on that. Go watch or listen to that episode. But it's not just the subject line. It's the first sentence. And sometimes the first paragraph, if you're lucky. But the subject line of the first sentence, this is where specifically soft emails really work. 
but all emails should follow this rule. It needs to be valuable. It needs to catch their attention. If you've done your job, even if they don't read the whole email, they will want to. And believe it or not, people like reading emails. But most emails aren't worth reading, so they don't like reading most emails. But that's the great news that you can stand out because most emails suck. I keep talking about this, but most emails are just promotion, promotion. Look, look what's new in the shop. Look what's new in the shop. Look what's on sale. Like, you, you sound like a corporation talking to a, a, a number. Don't sound like a corporation talking to a number. Sound like a person talking to another person and give them something. Offer them something, right? Salon, remember that word? The old English word means to give. That's where we get our word to sell from. So, yeah, would your email pass the Starbucks test? Would it get people to go, oh, that's cool. Oh, I got to read that later. Oh, I got to check that out. Man, highlight that, star that. Mark it as unread because I don't want to lose it. And that can apply to hard sell as well. So you need both. It's a mixture. None of them should be salesy. None of them should feel pushy. I want you to just have a renewed perspective on what email marketing and selling by email can be. And like I said at the top of the episode, to help you out, I want to give you a template. One of my favorites, five-day email sequence that I've used that's made hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's easy. I teach it to all my students. And it literally shows you the five emails that I use for one specific course, but teaches the framework of it. And you can sort of follow the flow and get a sense of how I'm launching or promoting or opening up the doors to a course over five simple emails over a five-day time period. It's really easy to do. You can do it in the email uh, platform you like. It's free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash five days. That's the number five, grahamcochran.com slash five days. Or if you're watching on YouTube, click the link below. It's free. Hope that's helpful. I'd love to know from you below with a comment if you're watching on YouTube, what has been your biggest hangup with email marketing? What is your biggest challenge with email marketing? Leave a comment below. Maybe we can break it down a bit in a future episode. As always, appreciate your time. Appreciate your attention. You're a special one. You got through to the end. So I, I see you. I know you're there. I know you're, you care enough to, to win at this. And I believe you can. And email marketing isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing. Make it your friend. Serve your people well. Have fun at it. Grow your business. I'll see you on another episode real soon.